Hello and welcome back to the Geeks at the Gates. I have no idea if this podcast is late or not. I have completely lost track of time. It's just a bit of a nightmare right now. So if we're late, we apologise. You join us for the third part of Corrupting Alice, the Doctor Who sessions. Uh, We are three hours, more than three hours into this discussion now. And we're still kind of mid-tenant. So yeah, we do go on. Uh, But you know, it's Doctor Who, so what do you want? Uh, We're about to drop in on me... Pat and Alice in the past, because seriously, this was recorded before Christmas, uh, discussing mid-era tenant. Uh, we're just about to hit the vaguely unfortunate episode, Fear Her, which I like more than most people do, but that's still not very much. Uh, okay, um, enough rambling from me. Um, let's go back in time. Now, Fear Her is a wonderful episode, except did they really have to set it at the the 2012 Olympics? About only a a couple of years before the 2012 Olympics was actually going to happen, which means that it was always going to date horribly. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously the first thing that happened was we were like, oh, let's go look at the Olympic torch. And it looks nothing like the one that was in Doctor Who. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, they got the torch wrong, which, like, oh, my God, of course they did. I think it was kind of brave in a lot of ways to go, yes, let's set this two years in the future. And at the same time, well, six years in the future. Six years in the future. Um, but at the same time, like, why would you? Yeah, you don't need to, because the Olympics are not relevant to that, sh- Absolutely to that story not. at all. The graphite monster, the scribble, gra- the scribble graphite monster thing ball was... F- very cool as, yes. as an animation. I really and, loved and it. And I loved the idea that people were getting sucked into drawings. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole... I mean, they, they sort of Just came back, back to that. In, backdrop for the whole story. They, 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 they yeah. sort of come back to that in Flatline. Um, yeah. It's the same oh, idea. Uh, you'll get to Flatline. Not that yet. Um, we're just going to do this all night. Just so sorry, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, we will it, come back. That, I mean, that's yeah. a really scary monster. Yeah, getting really sucked into a drawing is horrifying. No, um, no, thank you. So, no. so the whole the whole thing with the it was just an unnecessary sideshow, which I didn't understand. And it, 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 I think the really unfortunate part of, of of where it fit in the series as well is like it was after Love and Monsters, and everyone was like, "Are you kidding me?" After that episode. So sorry, Alice's mom. Um, and then, you know, and then it literally it, it goes from fear her to the final two episodes, and yeah. it, I feel like it got it didn't it needed more room to breathe. And I think yeah. from an audience perspective, watching it in terms of narrative and story and like growth and any direction of anything, it felt like a filler episode, and it could have been so much more if yeah. they hadn't messed about with Love and Monsters. They could have given it the breathing room it needed. I agree because you you look at an episode which is a standalone, like Girl in the Fireplace, and everyone remembers it and goes, "God, it was amazing." And if they hadn't done the Olympics thing and hadn't stuck it at the back end of the series after Love and Monsters, oh my God, I'll say it again. Um, it just makes it feel like filler. Yeah, it really feels like yeah. a filler episode. And I I mean, I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that again. It deserves it deserve so and much And I think better. the story and the concept is really strong. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree with every word you just said. Cool. Army of Ghosts. Daleks versus Cybermen. Let's really go there. Let's do it. Because Daleks versus Cybermen. Honestly, one of the best, one of the best bits of banter I, that exists in, in British TV, let alone Doctor mm-hmm. Who. When the Daleks, the Daleks and the Cybermen. The only way like, you are superior. <laughs> you are superior at dying. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she snapped. Oh, she did. It was oh, amazing. So, so good. But no, I'd love we get Mickey back. We do. 
Uh, and suddenly badass Mickey. Yeah, with the big old gun. Um, so and he, I love the way that he's like just hanging out in Torchwood, pretending to the work there. That's really great. Yeah, and he's just been like there for ages. And then Rose is like, um, hold up a minute, that's we my get boyfriend. To, we get to see Martha Jones' cousin. We do get to see Martha Jones' cousin the second time we've we've seen a uh, a preemptive cousining or great aunt. <laughs> preemptive cousining. Well, it's what they do, isn't it? Because it happens three times. And then, and then it just becomes like, actually, why don't we just do this for real with Clara? Like, why don't we just yeah. say what it is? Whereas previously, with obviously we have um, Gwen, Gwen's yeah. great, 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 great aunt from Cardiff. Yeah. yeah. Is, and they, uh, I think Karen Gillan was this, in, Karen, uh, she was in Karen's Fires yeah, of Pompeii. Right, she's a Fires of Pompeii. As of course, that. as of yeah, course, well speaker. As in, as this Peter Cavaldi. So, like, yeah, uh, interesting, interesting whole thing. So, yeah, we get the beginning, we get the second Martha Jones going into, ooh, there's a mosquito, how delightful. Um, yeah, we get uh, the, the Martha Jones cousin going down a corridor to kiss a boy and having her brain sucked out through her ears, which is always entertaining. That's why she never kissed boys. Facts. Um, but yeah, I think yeah. Okay. So we get <laughs> so we get yeah we get the beginning of Army of Ghosts so, um, and Rose's mom being crap again. Bless her little yeah. heart. Yeah, but I mean, and then she meets her her long dead husband. I have to say, I have to and goes off to another universe. I have then. to say with and and this is, I don't know if this is going to sound judgmental or not. It's it's certainly not intended to be. I know a lot of Jackie Tylers. Yeah. Women who have really been dealt a really terrible hand and who don't have the opportunities to do anything about it. They're just having to live in it. Mm. Because Jackie Tyler is not stupid. No. She's portrayed as stupid. She portrays herself as stupid. It's a defence mechanism. Um, but she's smart as 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 a thing that's very smart. I can't think of a proper simile there. Mm, that's cool. Uh, Sixteen years an English teacher, and she's hard as nails. She is. Um, and you absolutely want Jackie Tyler around in a crisis, because she doesn't lose her stuff. Yeah. She deals. Um, and I know a lot of the, women. The like only that. moment it has to be said, the only moment where she really sort of she doesn't even falter. She just kind of is like. Whoa! Uh, is when Pete turns up. Yeah. The rest of the episode, she's just getting on with it. Yeah. And once the, once everything appears, she's like, "My daughter deals with this every day. I'm dealing with it too." Yeah. Uh, and then Pete appears. And, and honestly, your dead husband just... pitching up, looking alive and well, is is presumably going to be a little bit perturbing. Right? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Um. So. And she, you're not him. Yeah. You're not her. Yeah. And then. And I, I'd love. I love that. So I, I, I actually have a lot of time for Jackie Tyler. I, I, I like. I think it was brave. To, have to have a character like her, who is so annoying, and She's so really annoying, so useless, but also so brilliant and so powerful and so strong. My favourite line of her is super super sandwich, super little sandwich, super little ham sandwich. That's my favourite line she ever says in four series that she's in. And that's like from from the Christmas episode, the Christmas invasion. Yeah. And like, like that's it. <laughs> her being wildly irritating is my favourite favourite line of But her. she's Yeah, I I've got I'll say I've got a lot of time for Jackie Tyler. I, I I like her better than a daughter. Yeah, same. 
Very sad. Um, so then we got that. Now, uh, I have a little issue with the way Rose leaves. Mm. Sucked into another universe. And, and this, this, I'm afraid, becomes a bit of a thing. Mm. Um, with RTD and with Moffat. Mm-hmm. Um, in that... You can't just let them go. I mean, Martha just gets let go, which is great. Uh, well, she she goes to her own terribly. Yeah. Yeah. You see, Martha gets a, a good exit, but mm. it, we see it again with Martha deserves so much. Yeah, we see we see Martha it again with Donna. So Rose. Nice. Rose she deserves the world. Rose is robbed of all agency. Yes. Yes. Um, it, yes, it would have been a tragedy if she'd been sucked into the other universe and never been able to get out. Uh, which is what was about to happen. Um, but then Pete arrives, phases in and then phases out. Yeah. And suddenly she's in another universe. So she still loses the Doctor. Yeah. Um, and he loses her. And we get that brilliant shot of them on the... Oh, stunning. Because it's the size of the wall. Yeah. Which, and again, links in the sh- a picture in the show notes if I can find it, has been recreated... If you can find has it. Has been recreated in so many Apple stores. It's across like as as people have put one on one screen and one on the other, uh, which yeah, is the only reason to. the only reason we're going to an Apple store as yeah, far as I can just make do it. That. Yeah, I I mean, and the music for that again. Oh my god! And I think stunning. we should we should we've not we've, we've we've only touched on it once before. I really think we do need to mention that the music of this era of Doctor Who Incredible. is just astounding. I mean, Murray Gold is the composer right up the end of to the end of Capaldi's era. He's incredible. And he's amazing. And no shade on the guy that took over, whose name I can't remember, no. because he's amazing too. Yeah, absolutely. But Murray Gold, my word. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, really it, phenomenal. Most, most of the soundtracks from most of the seasons of uh, Doctor Who that Murray Gold did the music for are available for purchase. You should probably buy them. They're amazing. Honestly, and the way Doomsday is, is put together, the motif repeats and, and the build-up of the instruments is just like, it's a masterclass in suspense and horror and awfulness. And watching that moment, like watching it with the sound, it is it is why people compose for screen. Like, that yeah. is stunning. It's just so well it, done. It's, it's, Without it's, that, it would be meaningless. It's beautiful. It's and this incredible. is the era when we had the Doctor Who proms as well. Yeah. Um, and they were great. Yeah. I, I very much appreciated the Doctor yeah. Who proms. So after um, that horrifying ending, steaming my way through today, uh, we get... Smith and Jones. We get, no, we get the Runaway Bride. Of course, we then we've got the Runaway Bride, yeah. of course. We get our yes. first Donna Noble moment. What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, and we get the what a, immortal what line. The, the immortal line, It's you can stop now. Which absolutely mm. changes the oh. way that Tennant's Doctor behaves, because yeah. he is—he's yeah. become that monster that he didn't want to be again after losing Rose. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know the episode itself, in so many ways, is dumb. It's real dumb. It's the There's second a giant cri- spider. It's the second Christmas special, and it doesn't measure up to the first. By no, anything. and the first one has spinning Christmas trees, and and robot being... and 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 Jabby Tiger going. Don't go to the shops down the phone to Rose, which is a really special moment. <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, as a runway bride, Donna, I, I know, uh, I remember Catherine Tate saying, I, he said, do you want to come with me? And I kept saying yes, and they kept telling me no, I had to say no. And um, and so I'm really grateful that we did get Donna back, because she mm-hmm. really wanted to come back. Yeah. She really wanted to be in it. I know. And you get that feeling from her, like, even though the character well, is you, just really pissed off that her wedding's being ruined. also get... You get that love. The amazing chemistry between her and Tennant. Stunning. Which is utterly real. If you see, if you see them together... Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's a wonderful episode I'm... of Nevermind the Buzzcocks where she's really uh, oh, wow. she she's on she's on one of the teams and he's chairing it. And oh, I bet that's carnage. It's um, in the best possible it's way. It's amazing. It's just but links in the show notes if I can find it on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, because I want to see that. It's it's just amazing. They're great together. They are so great uh, together. It, yeah, yeah uh, and, and she's like, oh, this is This is one of them science fiction things, isn't it? <laughs> because she knows nothing about it. She's no background in yeah. it. She knows nothing about science fiction, uh, and to see them act together mm. is is a start. They've done they've done Shakespeare. They did um, uh, oh for God's sake, Much Ado, um, Beatrice and Benedict. That is Much Ado, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, he's she's Beatrice. He's Benedict. And my God, they 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 act that Shakespeare off the damn stage. It's amazing. So such wonderful chemistry. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad she came back because yeah. it, it was it was. If if all we'd had was the Runaway Bride, that would have been such a waste of an opportunity. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's just not a great episode. It's a not a yeah. great Christmas episode. But you, that line and that moment. So they've actually had time to redeem. Yeah, and one of the great <laughs> yeah. things I for me I think is by taking that moment and then pulling it back later. When, when Donna is pulled out of the universe and she ends up in that, with the th- thing on her back, alternate turn universe. Left. Yeah, turn, and turn left. Where it's like that moment, that one moment where she said, you can stop now, changed everything. And yeah. without her, none of Martha happened, none of anything happened. He, 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 it ended. Yeah, the I world was destroyed. The world was destroyed. We, be, we, be, we became a fascist state with concentration yeah. camps. Yeah, and, horrifying. And, yeah. It, you know, it's just, it's amazing. And yeah. actually, what, watching that episode, because I think that's one that I, to, I watched not too long ago. Yeah. It won't have been too long ago, because it's quite near the end. Yeah, uh, and with everything that's going on in the country and in the world. <laughs> I watched life. it recently as well and it's kind of like, oh, fuck. Turn left. Oh. Turn left. It's like... When Everyone I, when should just like, go and watch Turn Left. Well, Turn Left has like aged both... years and years. That this sh- too real. <laughs> yeah. I haven't no. been able to watch that. I can't bring myself to do Turn it because I know it'll be too real. I, I, I would give it a year because I watched it and I was like... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Turn left has both aged brilliantly and badly. Mm, yeah. And it's, it's a really hard watch now. Um, and is likely to remain one for a, Very long a time. while. Yeah. Um, but it's... It... Interesting things about, uh, about Turn Left. When she, she gets sent to Leeds, she's really cross about <laughs> I was like, oi! She's so mad about being sent to Leeds. And I, I'm just like, really? Oh, well, you can tell it's written by Southern. Yeah, you've, we've skipped. You've got feet whippets. Oh, that's Manchester, dear. We have Jack Russell's um, in Yorkshire. So, yeah. Uh, well, you do. I do. Well, she's Jack Russell with a bit cross, actually, just to really mess up the borders. Could we be more of a northern stereotype? Oh, I couldn't. Um, so, yeah, we get Runaway Bride, and then we get into Smith and Jones, and we do, we get Martha Jones, we now, get Jadoon on the moon. Jadoon platoon upon the moon. Yeah, we do. Uh, there's a story behind that, isn't and there? And somehow he says it without a Scottish accent, and I'm not sure how, because those words in a Scottish accent are very much stronger. 
You do not put Una Moon. No, no, don't do it. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. What a strong introduction, though, for. I, I loved that introduction from Martha. Martha Jones deserves better. She does. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal. I loved her. She deserved more than one yeah. season. I think she is a thousand times superior to Rose in every possible way. Give you that. I yeah. love Martha Jones unashamedly. I would actually watch. I would watch Martha Jones. The I love TV that she show. was. Yeah, yeah, I love that she was in Tortured as well. Like mm-hmm. she obviously went on. But she deserves her own. Oh show. my god! Yeah. <laughs> and she becomes she becomes a very high ranking unit. She does. Person. Yeah, totally. Um. But I, love, I mean, because the very first time we meet her and she meets the doctor, she's calling him out. Mm, yeah. So, uh, excuse yeah. me, are you really a doctor? Because I work very hard for that title. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and yeah, yeah. Since you both mentioned issues with racism in, in previous doctors, yeah. Um, Mm. Yeah. Martha. I, I, I've got some issues with Martha. Well, not with Martha, but with the writing of Martha. <laughs> and it's, when she goes. Which episodes I mean... do we need to discuss? Well, shall we? Shall we talk about the Shakespeare code? Oh. When she when she explicitly because they, they almost got it right. She explicitly so says. She explicitly yeah. says, "Am I okay here?" Mm. And and. Um, Ten just goes, "Oh, yeah, do what I do. Just act like you're in the place. It'd be fine." That's terrible advice. It's the worst advice. Um, Especially from Michael. And so, and and the sticky fingers. They were you, really close. They do it so much. They atone for it with Capaldi. Yes, which we will get to. Which we will get One to. Day. Um, because what Capaldi says. One day. What what Capaldi says to Bill. Yeah. Is is so much better. Yeah. And the way he responds to that is so much better. And. When we get to talking about Capaldi, we'll we'll cover we'll that. We'll exactly. cover that, and it's we'll so we'll call back to, that, to, to to the yeah. It, the, 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 what I find really interesting. What a moment when she meets Shakespeare, though, because and, and she's like, "What did you just say?" To what did you just call me? It's stunning. I love her for that. Love her for a lot of things in that episode. Yeah. The episode is Carrie Knight. Yay. Global in the basement of the thing. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. It's... There's there's quite a lot of nerdy Shakespeare knowledge there's in there. There's a lot if of you, nerdy Shakespeare you... knowledge in there. But let's oh, face yeah. it. Whenever a, they go back in time and meet a famous writer, it, it happens. My my dearest Hamnet um, and all that malarkey. Yeah. And it's it is as a sad Shakespeare loving person. It is a great episode and I do enjoy it for all mm. the Shakespeare bits. But if you don't know that stuff, it's actually not that. I, 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 I can't quite put my headspace in, myself in the headspace of not knowing that English teacher yeah, 16 you. years can't help it um, but yeah I imagine if you're not if you're not geeking out on the, on the easter eggs I, I imagine it's, it's quite a thin story mm-hmm. it is a very thin story um, which I think is kind of a shame it is, it's yeah but, and, and, she, and we get that beginning of Martha going I've gone back in time with a random man that I don't really know who has very pretty hair um, and that's he does pretty, have very pretty hair you can't argue with a very pretty absolutely hair absolutely not um, from there we get to Gridlock just to skip on just because <sighs> Gridlock I don't like Gridlock is a really terrible episode um, it's uh... it has Arthur <clears throat> Hanlon as a cat man and Macra and Macra really crap Macra really crap Poor special effects macro, but we get the face of Bo and we get Anomis Hain, which we briefly discussed We do, we do get that. And we have this idea of like, oh, whoops, we killed everybody, so we stuck everyone on the North Circular for the rest of time. Yeah. Mm. Which is just a crap story, really. So we get two rough stories back to back, and then we get Daleks in Manhattan, and I'm sorry, but whoever designed that freaking hybrid... I am Dalek sick. Whoever... I am a human Dalek. With... 
dildos running out of his face. It's awful. It's, and they sold that mask to children. And it really upsets <laughs> me. Because it's... I think my reaction... And no. someone... And but, the other but... thing is... I, I just have to... About that mask. Someone with a remote control was operating those. Oh... Because they moved, didn't nope. they? Yeah. They moved. There was some poor sod I... on that set <laughs> jiggling those I bet his, I bet his mother was very proud. Hmm. Now, my... I, 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 as you... As, as Rich knows, I've got a very expressive face. I, I said to him the other day, sometimes I don't realise when I'm glaring at people. It just happens. Oh, I like that. Um... <laughs> And if somebody says to me, Alice, why are you glaring at me? Oh, sorry, it just happens. I'm probably thinking about Boris Johnson or the latest things that he said. (laughs) It's not directed at you. It's just my face. It's just my face. Yeah. Um, You will know when I'm angry. I've just realised we're going to have to cut all the politics out of this. Yeah, you are. Because it's going out at half past eight tomorrow night. Yeah, I got that. Which is is pre-polls closing, so we can't have politics. Yeah, it's cool. It's fine. We'll cut it. It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Daleks. 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 So... I can't, I'm not entirely sure what the look on my face was when I first saw that myself. Oh, yeah, darling. Heck. I, I'm imagining it was grim. I think it was more Is that really happening it's, on that screen in front of me? It's a very, very poor episode. It's that gif of the blinking man. That's what your face was. You know, that, that gif of that man blinking, just going, really? Did that just really happen? Is that, is that like I, it was, it's like <laughs> I wasn't entirely sure how I was feeling right in now. Fact, that's how many I don't emotions think anyone knows how they were feeling. Can we can we maybe not talk about can can we gloss over the Dalek State Manhattan? We can if you want. Because is, is is there any it's good a very... in it? No, there is nothing no. good in it at all. It's no. really not great. Mm. It's got some really bad things. The only good thing that comes out of it is a uh, psychotic Dalek travelling through time and space and escaping and then coming back later on. It does set it sets us up for something it later. It does set us up for something but later. But apart from that... Other than that, cool, move on, because it's real, real bad. Lazarus Experiment, which, of course, is there also <laughs> set us up for something later on. Really bad spe- special effects. Oh, the worst special effects. They were very special. They were really super cool. duper special. Um, and of course, what's nice is we get um, a Donna, a Donna, Martha's sister, yes, Gugu Basara, who is incredible and in... she is phenomenal and I yes. love her and everything she's ever been in. So what I really love is that you get to see Martha's family a little bit in this episode. Yeah. So aside from the fact that the monster of the week is just a massive setup for Harold Saxton later. Yeah. Um, and his whole thing. What what I, I love is that whole thing of like, you don't know this man, why have you run away with him from the mother, which is a completely parental reaction. Absolutely. It's actually, do you it know what? Perfect it's sense. a question that more people should ask. They really should. And no one seems to, but yeah, so Mrs. Jones, I get you. I understand where you're yeah. coming from there. Um, and of course, yeah, the sister getting involved with it and Martha being like, how have you got this job? I really don't get what the hell's going on here. What, what happened there? Um, and stuff. And, and it all gets explained later. It does all get explained later. And then of course she ends up with a job with Harold Saxon because she worked for Lazarus, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et, cetera et cetera, So it's all very linked, but yeah, you do, you get that brilliance. After that, we move on to 42 because we could skip over the terrible special effects. Please, God, let's. Um, 42, which is the Bernie space eyeballs scoop thing and the ringing the mum to get the answers to the question and you get angry mum again. Yeah. But then you start to see that she's being investigated 
as well, and they're wiretapping. They're, they're wiretapping the phone at that point. Yeah. I think they. Yeah. yeah. I, I, actually, I haven't I really watched Forty Two for a while, but I, I think they are. I think it's late. Like it gets. Yeah. Real later you on. Start getting yeah, this so idea that, like, because at the end of um, because you do, you do get this whole thing of of the the the, the government are starting to get interested in things around the doctor mm-hmm. and and Martha's family and stuff. Um, so forty two is a great episode. The idea that you're accidentally stealing. A living creature, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, that's quite. It is what it is. Um, but again, it feels like it's. It's a good episode. I really like I it. It's got some it, great moments. They could but... have done more with it, and mm. I think the whole, um, the, the the security system they put in place where you have to answer a question, I felt was a bit silly. I think. Yeah. I think if they had done. It was a fun it, way of getting Martha to ring a mother. Yeah. Yeah. But I think if and they had done it more, it, yeah, and if that's the only re- reason to do that, I just don't think that's a good enough reason. Yeah, I get you. And I just think they should have been more serious. Yeah. And I think it would have been a better episode. Yeah. And they could have done more with it. I, I, think, I think as a result, for me, there's like a lot of a lot of these episodes at this point are just setting stuff up for later. Yeah. It's about building a set, and it's not really. A, mm-hmm. And what I don't feel like that it necessarily works from a narrative perspective, in, mm. a, in the way that like something like Buffy used to do Monster of the Week, and then overarching monster, Monster mm. of the Week, overarching monster, and the way it alternates yeah. really yeah. works very well. And they didn't do this this season at all. In this, it was kind of just like let's jam all this stuff together that's going to relate to Howard Saxon later. How long is it going to be until we get a decent episode? Yeah. And now is when we do because we get the family of blood. And that is spectacular. Those two episodes. Well, isn't that Human Nature and the Family? Human Nature and the Family Blood are just phenomenal. Both brilliant episodes. Truly. Um, We we do finally address some of the casual racism that somebody like Martha would have to face in certain time periods. Yeah. Yeah. Because she is just treated like. And I think this time around, it's actually dealt with. It's dealt with beautifully. Yeah. She's and she's there dealing. And she's there out of loyalty to the Doctor and having to deal. Yeah. Sucks and having to deal with a lot of shit from a lot of people. Uh, you get the wonderful Jessica Stevenson. She's fabulous. Um, she really is. She was Jessica Stevenson at that point, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, she still was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she, I, she's just glorious. What place matron? Yeah. Yes, yes. She's just glorious. Oh, even though, yeah, again, she's in years and years, and she's fantastic. She's so when when you thing. can bring yourself to what years <clears> and years, and she's, she is phenomenal. Yeah. She's just, she's great. I love her in so many things. And uh, that's the first time we get the idea that the Doctor can hide himself in a pocket yeah. watch and, and mm-hmm. do, do which, which is important later. Yeah. Like, we only get one episode between it that and it becoming important. That's how weirdly organised this, yeah. this series is. It's very, very poorly organised. It also has an incredible, uh, again, ridiculously heavy-handed, because it's Doctor Who. <laughs> but also, just an incredibly... Move, well, I find incredibly moving. Uh, cenotaph. Oh, moment. God, yes, yeah. Um, which I to, I, I'm sorry, I have to go to the link. I can't remember. I you can't... also get two Game of Thrones alums side by side. You do, yes, you do. Yeah, um, what's his face? The series, Stark Targaryen, and uh, oh god, is it Jojo and Reed? Yeah, one of them, yeah, something one, one of them. Uh, yeah, but no, it, it's, it is just a wonderful episode on so many levels. It, it has... Um... And it's just, it, like, when Martha looks at them and it's, it's, the, it's uh, the maid that he, she works with, 
who says, oh, they'll be running the country soon. And she looks at them knowing what's going to happen because she knows what year yeah. it is. Says, oh, um, oh, I'm not too sure. No, And she knows what their fate is. And it's so unbelievably tragic. I think and that's... And <clears throat> the horrible thing is, is that, yes, she gets to have these... And this is the struggle the Doctor has to face every single time he travels to a different yeah. time. Is when it's in the past... He knows, he knows what's, what's going to happen. He's going to happen to all of these people. He can't do anything about it. He can't. Well, and it's. It, I mean, he can't it is, do anything to because otherwise he will set a chain reaction. It's a, it's a, a fixed point in time. I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry. Fixed point in time. Um, but it's also. It's interesting, to think about it in terms of how far back do you have to go before you don't care so much anymore? Yeah. Because. I mean, if if you go back a thousand years from now, then you know that every single person that you meet is long dead yeah. by our time. Yes. And so, so do we care that they're long dead? Not really. Whereas you go back to something that we still think of a recent history, and I know it was a hundred years ago, but the First World War is actually still recent history because yeah. it's not left as yet. No. We're still dealing with it. Yes. Um... Oh, so, so to go back to just how cataclysmic yeah, it was. To go back mm-hmm. just a, to, to a couple of years before that war and see the young men who you know are going to get killed in it mm. is still quite a powerful thing. Mm. Yeah, and it in a, in a way that if we were to look at you know young men who were going to grow up to be soldiers in the Boer War, mm. we might not care as much. I think the other thing but is there's that, some there's something about the power of the First World War. Yeah. The but, First World War is still like it's still where there's a lot of ways like very well like, there's a reason why it. it's being mm. referred to, it's still referred to as the great wall yeah and the, 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 the thing it's <laughs> not world war Two. it's world war one that is always going to be referred to as the great wall and it, you know people's like my great granddad died in it like it's like there's, there's still a family connection there's still a family connection for a lot of people I'm sure if I look back far, far enough yeah. I'm not, I'm but for me there's still like, it's not that far there's still like people my granddad's dad died people who knew people we knew yeah absolutely we're in World War One. absolutely it, it, it's, and that's what I think is you know, why it's so close still for my, my grandma was seven when the first World War started yeah. and you know she had people remember it uncles and mm-hmm. brothers who Went away I'm and not never so came sure home. about yeah. my family history as far as World War One is concerned, but my grandfather served in the Second World War. Yeah, and so both of mine dodged that. My grandfather and my grandmother served in the Second World War. My 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 well, my my, my grandfather, whose father died in the First World War, served in the Second World War. So like, there's a very there's a lot. Yeah, but I'm covering my long wife's long line of military. My wife's great. My wife. Granddad. Served in the first and second world wow. wars. Wow, granddad or great granddad? It might That's might impressive. be might be a great granddad, but you served in both. But yeah, there's there's things that you know World War One is still very close to us with with a fam- familial connection. We can yeah. still touch it. It's yeah. like we can it's, still touch it. It's so so something. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but if I look back far, far enough, I'm it's sure not even that far. Find, it yeah. wouldn't be that far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, even if it's not great grandparents, even yeah. if it's not a direct like great grandparents, no. it, it's a great great uncle or absolutely. I guess every but the whole. That everybody knew somebody. somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now we don't do anything to commemorate. Commemorate. World War Two, but we do commemorate. Well, certainly World all of the one, all of the yeah. all of the dates on which we commemorate 
soldiers yeah. are connected to the First World War, not the Second. Correct, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I suppose part of that is that those traditions were ensconced by the time the Second World War came mm. around, but even so. Um, and it's not just us. No. Veterans Day mm-hmm. in America mm-hmm. is November the 11th for a reason. Yeah. Um, uh, and, yeah, I think <clears throat> that, that whole notion, and you do, you, you've seen these characters and you've grown to uh, understand them, not like in any great depth, but enough, um, yeah. and to understand their relationship. And then to see what happens, goes on to happen with them, and you know it's time, and that whole section, it's just yeah. um, it's it's a phenomenal. And so that episode. that that final moment at the, mm. at the war memorial, yeah, with the one guy who survived, yeah, is is incredibly poignant. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a whole thing. Um, and and the you know the doctor you know being he he isn't brave, but Mister Smith is. Is brave, Mrs. John Smith is John brave. Smith is brave. He's the one that gives up his life so that the doctor can save the world, you know. And I think that's a really interesting way of looking at that whole yeah idea. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. It's, it's 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 again, it's a remarkable concept. Yeah, it's and something. The scarecrow is a freaking terrifying. and the, the scarecrow and the scarecrows are terrifying. So terrifying. And that's something that's something that Doctor Who does really well. Mm. Um, There's it, almost something dark about what because he doesn't kill the family. He oh wow, he yeah. hides the sister in a mirror and all of it. It's brilliant. You're, yeah, absolutely. It's, he wants them to it's, suffer. Yeah, he's it's almost brutal because it would have been and it would be merciful for him to kill them rather than <sighs> do. But they say it's mer- it's it, it's mercy that makes him do those things instead, which I find really interesting. Never mm. cruel nor cowardly. No. Except incredibly cruel, quite a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, that one is and, and actually, as Eccleston says, um, oh, coward, coward every time. Yeah. Coward every time. Yeah, very much. Um, but yeah, those two episodes are, are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And they do obviously set up the one that comes after. But, but the following episode, the one that comes after that, directly after that, is possibly one of the strongest episodes of Doctor Who to ever exist, and it's Blink. Oh, he's not in it. He's in it as a video. He is Blink barely in it. Is we talked about this not sub- too long ago, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, Blink is sublime. It contains one of my very favorite Doctor Who lines ever, which is when the brother comes down for a glass of water and Sally Sparrow is on the couch, mm-hmm. and she looks up and sees him, and he looks at her and goes, "Pants, pants." Yeah, <laughs> long shot, but pants. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> just yeah, brilliant. Perfect. I, and I love that we, we keep catching glimpses of, of Doctor and Martha and that obviously in the middle of completely different adventures every time we see them. It's so great. It's, it's just, just wonderful. The, the idea of the, 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 the Easter eggs in the DVDs, because that was a thing then. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird that it's not a thing anymore? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's really weird. And I Mulligan in this episode the, as well. The, Done it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Another amazing cast. Yeah. Please come back and be Sally Sparrow again, just please. So brilliant. Because life is short and you are hot. Yes. <laughs> that that was a stunning, stunning line. Oh, just so many. That's really the kind of line that almost makes me wish I was single again, so that I could you use, use it. it. <laughs> oh. I, it's oh so good. Such great. And the weeping angels have been overused a bit since then. That episode would have been. Ladies, enough. ladies and gentlemen, I refer you to class. Um, I have not seen it, and I'm. You should. It's good, actually. Oh it's much better than its reputation, okay. but it jumps the shark a little bit in the last episode. Okay. I think because they knew they weren't going to come back, so oh. they just left it as like a massive hangover, hangover, cliffhanger. cliffhanger. <laughs> um, 
But Blink, yeah, it introduces us to the Weeping Angels. The Weeping Angels are... The Angels have a phone box. I mean, how many t-shirts of that did we see at the time? A lot. I just, uh, and that whole thing, and... Uh, and the if you DVDs, think about it, the concept of the Weeping brilliant. Angels is brilliant because we all have that moment when we think we can see something out the corner of our yeah. eye. Mm. And that's what they are. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and, and who hasn't seen a statue where you're like, holy is shit. Is that moving? Scary. <laughs> yeah, was it? Was that? Did that just did that, that was move? No, that was did, not just, did, did it move? Like, wow, wasn't, whoever, wasn't, that, wasn't, that stand, whoever, wasn't that standing up earlier? Did it, did it not make you walking through Harrogate Town Centre going past the shopping centre? I feel a little bit creepy for a little while looking up at those things. Oh, God, I hate me. those statues on the side of the shopping centre. We've talked about them before. It doesn't make it any better when they put hats and scarves on them in the winter. Mm, it, I know. It's... But, you know, I do. I, every so often I think, well, they could be more interesting than they could be with angels. Well, <laughs> no, actually, in fact, you know what? To go back very briefly to the Christmas invasion, when they use the blood... Oh yeah, control. it does look more like that. To make to make people stand on the sides of buildings Blood and threaten to jump off. Yeah, we've got we've had that going on in Harrogate since the mid nineties. True, with the lovely scouts, lovely lovely um, statues. Picture in the show notes for people who don't live in Harrogate. But, it's, yeah, uh, but, but yeah, no, I mean the the Weeping Angels are a stunning concept. I think mm. it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, the they are. They're moments, amazing. The last moments and the 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 TARDIS disappears. Don't, and they, don't even blink. Yeah, and they, you know, it's just it's wonderful. It's a fantastic episode, and the they kill you by sending you back in time, which means that mm. you know. Well, they don't kill you. They, yeah, well, you they just do. have to They're come. Making you get. You old. just have to come back the long way around. Yeah, it's fantastic. I it's it's it. just glorious. Um, and you get you get the letter from the friend who gets sent back in time, mm-hmm. she, and she's made a life for herself, not a family. Oh, it's and that beautiful Back to the Future moment. She's had a good life, and it's been fine. And then she she meets the she goes to the day, and she meets the cop. Yep. Who'd been flirting with her and like like an hour earlier, and yeah, like suddenly and he's he's old. old. I've got until the rain stops. Heartbreaking. Like you know, that yeah. episode is just it's everything. It's stunning. Mm. It's a, an, it's a jewel. It's a true. It's jewel. absolute gem. Um, it is unfortunately a lot of people, and we we talked about this. A lot, a lot of people will say that that's if you want to introduce someone to Doctor Who, that's the episode to do it no, with, and not. it absolutely isn't. No, because, because the Doctor isn't the Doctor <laughs> isn't in it. Um, like three minutes. It's 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 without question the best Doctor Light episode ever. Mm, yeah, um, it's about one of the best episodes. And it's it's one of the best episodes of Doctor Who yeah. ever. Yeah, but you um, the rest it's it's it. frequently my favourite. And of course, that then from there we suddenly get straight into three a straight run of Harold Saxon to the end. Yeah. Suddenly, here we are. Suddenly, and Do- it's just like Doctor Dobby. The what the hell? Doctor. <sighs> I don't know how I feel about the master. The to be honest. Toclophane. The toclophane. My favorite thing in this section is Chantho. To be honest, I really love Chantho. Wonderful. Fabulous. What a brilliant oh, concept. Love her. Conglomeration. Um, and Martha Jones admonishing the doctor when he goes, conglomeration, that's what I said. And, and she's like, you're supposed to say you're sorry because they've been wiped out. And he's just like, oh yeah, I was being clever. And of course yeah. we get the return of Captain Jack. Yes. Oh, when he hangs on the outside of the phone box. And the doctor going, you're wrong. Yeah. And all of that. So I'm only growing this because I'm not. No, sorry about that. It's, it's, it's. Oh, it's magn. It's, it's, it's a stunning episode. The, 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 is a stunning there episode. are many, 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 many bits of absolute magnificence in all three of those episodes. Mm. There are also some dreadful weak points. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that's it's a very fifty-fifty situation. Yeah, I mean the Dobby Doctor. I was not a big fan of. Um, 
Martha Jones walking the, the earth. The Happy Doctor is excruciating to behold, but that's a special effects moment. It is. It is. It's a very poor CGI it's choice. The worst CGI. I, I. I mean, yeah. I kind of appreciate the um, the the uh, the American president coming in trying to take over and Harold Saxon just being like, nah mate, not gonna happen, kill him. I think that's a really interesting and entertaining take <laughs> on the fact that we, whenever yeah. we view sci-fi, we view it through the lens of America saving where the I, world. Where I, I think do, it's quite interesting to see it. Where I, do have a, where I do have a problem and they didn't need to do it and I really wish they hadn't done it because <sighs> did it have to be on a flying aircraft carrier? <laughs> It preceded Avengers away a little while. Did, the Shield helicarrier already existed, but yeah, and and you clearly whoever came up with the flying aircraft carrier had seen yeah. a Shield helicarrier. But please don't do because do you know what they could have done? They could have had a quiet word with the Navy, and we still had um, Art Royal at the time. Yeah. You could have filmed it on Art Royal. It would have been a laugh. The 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 the, the sailors on board Art Royal would have had a jolly good time. It would have been it would have been hugely amusing, and it would have been a thing that actually existed, and could exist. Yeah, but then they couldn't have used the <clears throat> helicarrier to clear the gas in the uh, Sontaran episode. Yeah, but that sucked as well. Okay. No pun intended. Mm, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. Point taken. But, um, but mm. yeah, no. I mean, those three episodes. I, the master. You don't know how you feel about the master. I think the um, I Yana, Doctor Yana. Well, that's you're not alone. Face of both. As you see, I suppose your relationship with the master is very different than ours mm. because we remember. Do you remember Delgado? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's this older Doctor. Yeah. Much, much older who, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I remember the Delgado Doctor... Uh, uh, the Delgado Doctor. The, the Delgado Master um, squaring up against uh, Doctor Three. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the ridiculously at the top John Pertwee. Pertwee uh, was great. Pertwee was magnificent I, I, I have to admit, I did like how whimsical he was. And I liked... Oh, yeah. The, he, I loved, he did deranged very well. And we had, we had, the, we had the Ainley Doctor at... God's sake, Reg. We had the Ainley Master. Mm. Um, so the Master was an established character for me. Yeah. And I guess for you. Me, yeah, for yeah. you ha- Whereas for you, the, like, you were a new Huai. Mm. So who's this Master? Mm. Yeah. I guess. Did, like, did you know, did you the know master existed. what the Master was? Well, prior to yeah. this, not really, no. No, no it's, and that's, it's, it's a very different it is response, different. I guess. I, I, I do love the way that they made him this kind of childlike nightmare um, where he was just twisted as yeah. anything. I think the way he was I mean, done the, was phenomenal. Um, but I really... I think it, what they did... Hick on the they drugs was an interesting yeah, moment. Yes. And, I well, and also, I love the fact that that was... It's the Doctor Who theme. Yeah, obviously. It's two heartbeats. It's the heartbeats of the Time Lord and all of that. Like, there's just so much to it. It's brilliant. I think the balance between comedy and tragedy was really well very mm, it was very yeah, finely balanced yeah. and very very with, well done with that because essentially what happened to the master from what I gathered is that he he basically stared into the void and became mad mm-hmm, and, yeah. pretty much and, whereas the doctor ran away yeah and, and never stopped and he just yeah and so he's been haunted by those drums ever since mm. yeah so I, but and it turns out tortured by Rassilon on purpose yeah Rassilon was a dick She's not there yet. She's not seen the episode. It's okay. It's fine. That's actually really not a spoiler. You won't even... When you get there, you'll be like, ah. 
Don't worry. Explains everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. But yeah, because obviously the doctor doesn't believe you can hear drums. Um, and so that's the whole thing we'll come back to. But yeah, I think there's just some moments of it that are like, oh, his wife. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of feelings about the wife. Um, there, 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 you do get that wonderful exchange in Time Crash, which I'm guessing you haven't seen. It was no. the, it was the um, children in need um, episode that Stephen Moffat wrote, mm. uh, where the tenth Doctor meets the fifth Doctor, and he talks about having met the Master, and and Doctor finds it. Does he still have that rubbish beard? Yes. And and then he goes, no, no, well, wife. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that one. I yeah, um, the, uh, yeah. He's a he's brilliant. He acts it so well. Sim is Sim is magnificent. Sim, as yeah, Sim is amazing. And uh, he, he he's he's <clears throat> always brilliant as the master. Such a shame we never saw him again, eh? Mm, such a shame. Um, it. But I liked. I, I liked the use of the Pugwatch, and I, I liked the way that ended with the funeral pyre. Yeah. But then the, the, the female hand, who I assumed at the time was the wife, it may well have been, mm. uh, picking up the ring. ring. Mm. And you kind of, you, I, I kind of thought at the time they were going to do something with that, and then they didn't. And it, it was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the ring logo, you know, is the same logo from Lazarus. Okay, we're going to leave it there, because believe it or not, that's actually a fairly good place to stop. So it's a little bit shorter this week. We are running at, um, oh, about 45 minutes or so. Um, we will be back next week with the final part of this part of Corrupting Alice, the Doctor Who sessions, because we haven't actually recorded beyond that. We got to, um, where did we get? You know... I'm going to have to go back and listen to the recording to find out how far we get. I think we got into Matt Smith. I'm pretty sure we got into Matt Smith. Um, so, yeah, we'll leave that there. Thank you for listening, um, and we will see you soon. Until we do, be kind to yourself, be kind to everybody else, and above all else, love Doctor Who. Thank you for listening to the Geeks of the Gate podcast. us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geeks at the gate or contact us on Twitter at geeks at the gates or contact us by email on mail for geeks at the gates at gmail.com that is the number four not the word geeks at the gates is a production of Venus Rising Media and is proudly made in Yorkshire <laughs>